Let's call this meeting to order. Hello, and welcome to the President's Gavel, the first podcast targeted for effective school board governance so that board members can be great leaders. This podcast is especially designed to bring you information, guest speakers, experts, and tips. I am your host, Darcy Dercoli, Director of Leadership Development here at the New York State School Boards Association. So let's talk. What inspired you to run for the board? Most people find sitting on the Board of Education or fulfilling the board officer role a very satisfying way to serve their community. But as many of you know, it's not always an easy task and sometimes can be a bit challenging. Well, we want to talk about those things. We want to hear from you, so please send us your questions to the President's Gavel at nisba.org. We look forward to reading those questions, hearing about your challenges, and I promise you we'll have meaningful conversations here on the President's Gavel. So today we have a guest speaker with us. His name is Barry Entwistle. Barry is our Director of Member Relations here at NISBA. And Barry has also been a school board member both at the local district and at the BOCES level for about 15 years and spent many of those years as board president. So I'd like to welcome Barry Entwistle to our podcast today. Darcy, thank you. It's uh, a pleasure to be here. Great. So, uh, you know, we've been talking about the importance of leading at the board table, how we need to build relationships and know our role as board president, the good governance structures that help lead the board table. So relationships and governance. um, I want to talk a little bit first about what you think about building relationships at the board table in your role as president. How... How did you do that? What was important to you about building relationships? That is a a great question. Uh, When I served on a board of education, I think everybody at one time wanted to be the board president. (laughs) Once you serve in the role, you might second guess that thought, right? Uh It takes a lot of work and absolutely requires you to build capacity with the board and uh, build Uh, the relationship part of it. Uh, You have to recognize that every member on your board, they're there for a reason. They have knowledge and expertise and experience to lend to the board. And so how you receive what your board has to offer, the manner in which you do that, is critical in developing a good relationship. Right. And, you know, I've been reading this great book called Leading Leaders, and what struck me about it was they were talking about exactly what you said. Everybody comes to the board table as a leader in their own right. They've been elected. They have knowledge. They have wisdom. They understand their constituency. And so they think of themselves as leaders. And then you as a board president are the leader of the board team itself. And what happens when you are voted into office as a board president or vice president, perhaps, but you didn't get all the votes around the table? So you may come into the presidency with a split vote where you don't have the support of everybody around your board table. Uh, What do you do to build those relationships up? Well, that precisely happened to me at one point uh, in my board career. Uh, I served on, as you indicated, a BOCES board and a local board. 
sometimes votes were unanimous when we were selecting the next leader, and sometimes they were not. Um, at the end of the day, when the vote is done, I have a tremendous responsibility to lead the board and really work to unify the board. I think many times we vote count as to how many people voted for us, and maybe that's where our loyalties will be, uh, but you have to think very differently about why you serve on a school board, right? Our interests are the children we serve. Right. Uh, the board has lots of work before it, and a president has a tremendous responsibility to uh, lead that board. Um, so just being honest, uh, being reliable, letting members see your commitment to the role goes a long way. And one of the things that I felt was very important was getting to know all of my members outside of just coming to the board table. I wanted to know about their work, their family, their personal interests. That's all part of building good relationships. Yeah, and you know, that's very interesting because our author, Jeswald Salakus, who wrote Leading Leaders, talks about the importance of being an influencer at the board table when you're leading because we don't have the same formal authority at the board table as board president as you do when you were hired for a job or a position. So you have to do a little bit more work to help influence those at your board table to understand them, what's important to them, just like you said, their interests, um, to help build that trust between you and that board member. That's what trust building is really all about. It's getting to know you, understand you, feel as though we have some kind of a connection. We don't have to agree on everything, but you have to somehow build that bond and relationship if you want them to um, be unified, as you said, for the board to really work together as a team. Yeah, I always looked, you know, there's a lot of research on emotional intelligence. Um, and a lot of this research really makes sense. And when I served as a board president, um, it took some time, but I wanted to be able to read people. I certainly understood where their interests were, but reading people effectively is a skill. And as you had mentioned, there's gonna be times where the board doesn't agree and there might be conflict. Uh, managing conflict sometimes is not for everyone, right? But there's healthy conflict on a board. Uh, boards right. will have disagreements. And watch how a board chair sort of navigates that conversation when there are disagreements. Reflective listening is important. Somebody finishes a statement and I, as the board president, sort of summarize what I think the person's main points were right. uh, in their conversation with the Board of Education. So I, I do think that your ability to read your members um, and again, always putting your personal biases aside, um, mm -hmm. but you know, helping the board, you know, move along on an issue, helping the board uh, stay focused, but more importantly, helping the board respect one another is a skill. Right, and I, I would think that if you have that finesse, that skill, that ability, it builds confidence in you from your fellow board members. And that confidence is important to being a leader. People have to believe in you. They have to also know that you know the job, which kind of leads me into this next topic of knowing the governance structures at the board table, those 
processes, protocols, procedures, the governance, the importance of being organized, the importance of taking the meeting through efficiently from start to end. So tell us a little bit about what was important to you when you were board president to help lead an effective meeting. You know, sometimes we don't think about the meeting aspect and it's the most important work of the board. Mm -hmm. And so preparing for a board meeting and performing at a board meeting are also very important. So you know, my rule number one was that when I sat down with my superintendent, I clearly wanted to understand the agenda. I had some input as a board president in that right, agenda. Right. I would help my superintendent maybe read the board on some of the issues. Maybe there were, the timing of the issue would not be appropriate uh, for this agenda. But putting that agenda together was number one. That is our blueprint. I needed to understand it clearly. Mm -hmm. uh, and then when you get to the meeting, all of your protocols, Sometimes we forget about these things, right? How we open a meeting, how we welcome people to the meeting. Right. The type of environment which people mm -hmm. are going to be participating in uh, is also important. Are they comfortable? Do they feel respected? And then, you know, the common things that boards deal with. How do you manage public comment? There are effective ways to manage public right. comment. How do you manage the board conversations? There's mm -hmm. going to be times when board members are weighing in on issues that you're discussing. And my job was to be able to forecast and read members, sometimes without speaking. Yep. I wanted to make sure that board members had balanced input. Right. I wanted to make sure I understood where they were coming from. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, there's an efficiency component. It's keeping the conversations on track and then sometimes it's the, the decisive part where the board has to make a decision. A board president should be able to lead a board to making that decision. Yeah, and that's so important. All of those pieces, I think, help bring the board to a sense of cohesion and unity, being efficient, others having confidence in you that you know the role, how to lead them through an efficient meeting, how to make sure everybody has balanced input, trying to get them to the decision so that they can make decisions and move on. All are important pieces to that level of governance efficiency. Yeah, there's just one other piece is mm -hmm. making sure that your your the time of your meeting is managed well. Okay. Uh, I always understood that many board members may be coming from work, uh, or other functions, and then they were coming to the board table. So I, as a board president, also wanted to respect and honor their time, and so I'm gonna put the work in up front to show them that, yes, we can run an efficient meeting, we can get out at a, at a reasonable time, but again, this all goes back to the extra work that I'm gonna put in on the planning side. Yeah, so it does take a little extra work to be board president, and uh, that's important that people realize that when they run for the office of president that you will have to put in a little bit of extra time and know how to read your board effectively so that you can do all of those things just like you mentioned. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It takes a lot of time. Uh, serving as a board president isn't for everyone. Right. Right. So, right. you know, there, there are requisite skills that can make a person very successful in this position. Mm -hmm. Great. Well, thank you very much, Barry. I really appreciate your time to be here on our podcast to talk about being a great board leader. So thank you very much. And thank you, Darcy. And I wish all of our board members across the state and our superintendents and uh, educational leaders great success as they prepare for a new school year. Thank you, Barry. 
And I want to share again the name of this book I've been touching upon during our podcast. It's called Leading Leaders by Jeswald Salakus. He really highlights the importance of leading through relationships. You might find it a worthy read. So once again, tell us what's on your mind. Send us your thoughts and questions to the President's Gavel at nisba.org. And don't forget, the Board Officers Academy is coming up in September. Find the program details on our website at nisba.org. Thank you for listening, and this meeting is now adjourned. <laughs>